Hello, friends. Hello. Well, howdy. I can't say hi to Gregory. is still here. Gregory's still here. Yes, that is true. Yeah, don't forget about me. I would never forget about you. This is still a dairy-free establishment, you know. I have people telling me that in my live streams now. It's a dairy-free establishment? Can I tell you how happy that makes me? Like, I'm drinking tea, and they're like, there better not be any milk in that. No milk! I fucking mean it. (laughs) Absolutely no milk. I love it so much. It makes me so happy every single day. And none of that stupid milk alternative either. Oh, I'm going to send you to the gallows. (laughs) (laughs) Don't mention that kind of shit around me, Zoe. Please. Uh, Don't let me catch you doing it again. Of course. Of course. Never again. Hi, friends. Hey, everybody. Hello. Hi, welcome. As you can see, I have our goodest boy and goodest them here with us today, Evan and Patrick, and of course, Gregory. We can't forget Gregory. Yeah, hi. I'm over here. Thank you, Greg. Yep. And we are here today to talk about... How beautiful our listener looks right now. You did something with your hair, I can tell. You're glowing. I can see it through the podcast. I yeah, I can it's actually too bright. I need to go put on shades. Oh god, my eyes. They burn. Would you like me to pull the shades? <laughs> Cuz I could do that for you. Yeah, Greg, why don't you pull the shades? That would be great. Yeah, okay. Thank you. Oh, yeah, much better. <laughs> ah, all right. So, friends, As you remember from the previous article, we had left off with our heroes looking down at something inside of a crate. And I talked about how we weren't going to describe that thing because we needed to talk about safety. What I'm going to play for you is the original description we had for this thing, TM. For those people sending me gifts from the movie Seven, you'll finally know it's in the box. Please stop. Well, it doesn't bother me as much as it used to, I am still going to step outside for my own safety. I will see all of you in 4 minutes and 20 seconds. I'll be right back. What is it, guys? You tell me. Oh, ah, uh, okay. F. <laughs> F. I have the image of, like, a skeleton of something. Can I make a suggestion? No. Oh. <laughs> yeah, of course. Throw your hat in. I think it's a skeleton, but I think it's like a statue of a skeleton. Why is it that all three of us immediately had the idea of skeleton? I was like, there's definitely a skeleton in there, but I want to see what these guys come up with. Doesn't look human. It's not a statue per se. It's not like a carved thing. You know how when they unearthed the people from Pompeii? It's a big giant fossil. I yep. got the goosebumps. I got the oh. heaves and hibbajibbas. <laughs> you got the hibbajibbas. I got the hibbajibbas. What are you thinking about, Evan? Their cogs are turning. I can hear them. Just thinking. Is it encased in jewels and treasure? And is it actually encased in gold, or is it like stone? It is the mine Inca gold, but in that color, stone. Mm. Oh no. Oh no, what? Oh, I'm sorry. No, you're not. Tell me. God, 
Fucking damn it. It's kind of like a weeping angel. God. It moves. God I'm sorry. I hate you, Evan. No, you're you're right. You're right, and I hate the fact that you're right. Okay, I don't know much about the Weeping Angels, other than I know that if you look directly at them, they are a statue. And if you look away, they follow you. Yeah, it just like when you look away and look back, it has changed. It's in a different position. Oh no! Stone cased oh, no. and shrine in stone and gold. Oh. Whatever position it moves to, it looks like it was encased in that position. Oh, that's so good, That's so fucking good. Because, like, body just, like, isn't enough. It's got to be, like, fucking weird. If it's coming... If it's... If we're returning... No, I just saw that thought. I know exactly... Fuck, God. Stop talking. Stop talking. Stop talking. God damn it. Say it out loud. Say it out loud. Say it out loud. We're returning it to where it came from. Oh, oh it's worse Atlantis. It's Atlantis, but it's like... We're bringing it home. Atlantis. Oh, we're bringing it home. Oh, we're bringing it home. We're bringing it home. We're bringing it home. No. I'm really sorry. Oh, I don't like it. Yeah, I hate it, but I, I love it. You know, here we are. I fucking love this. Fucking love this. That what? You love what? That it's just a statue that moves. It's a fossil that moves. It's not even a statue. Well, it looks like a statue, but it's something that is encased. But it like partially sticks out of the block. Oh, I hate it. Oh, y'all are gonna be upset with me. Oh, y'all are gonna be upset with me. Why? It's a humanoid. It's weird. The proportions are off. The neck is too long. The arms are far too long. The legs bend in weird ways, almost like a horse. It's got hair. (laughs) On its fingers are jeweled rings, but they're impossible to remove because they're just stuck there. And when you try and break it, it just doesn't break. I'll do you one better. Not on the fingers, but all down the spine. I am uncomfy. Alright, Greg, is it over? Can I come back in now? Do you have milk? No, of course not. Yeah, alright. You're all good. Get in here. Okay, thank you. I'm glad that we're at least putting it out there to give people the idea of how we came up with what it eventually became. I'm not going to lie. There are still some parts of that clip that make me laugh. Like the whole, we're bringing it home. We're bringing it home. We're bringing it home. We recorded that. Oh, fuck. Time's weird. We recorded that four months ago. Oh, wow. Wow. One third of a year. That was four months ago. Jesus Christ. Four months ago, I was in a not okay place mentally, and so this was a huge trigger for me. However, four months later, I am doing better. It is less of a immediate, oh god, I need to throw up the X and tell these guys to stop. You didn't throw up the X, did you? I didn't throw up the X. Okay. 
I was afraid to throw up the X. Ah, that should never be the case. This is the first time I'm hearing of that. Yeah, I was actually afraid to throw up the X because we were having such a good time. And while, yes, I had my own apprehensions and I was inherently fearful of what we created, I didn't want to ruin the good time by throwing up the X. And so I didn't, which was wrong. I now know better. Yeah, <laughs> I hope so. And for our listeners, what the X means is I am referring to a safety measure known as the X card by John. I, I really hope I do not mispronounce your name. I apologize no if I do. No one is going to blame you if you do. Stavropoulos? Stavropoulos? I'm Greek. I think Stavropoulos. If I mess this up, it's even worse for me. <laughs> <laughs> I think you get a pass if you mess it up. I think that's the, that's the rule there. <laughs> I might. I might. I will say I am Irish and good fucking luck getting me to pronounce any sort of Irish name most of the time. My last name, which is Keith, was originally spelled C-A-O-I-H-M. Uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All of the things we are going to talk about today have links that go with them. Unfortunately, Spotify is a little weird and does not really allow links. We are also on Apple Podcast and Pocket Cast and Google Cast. Wherever you listen to us. You can find these links in our Discord, The Hands of the Rose, underneath the channel Notes with the Narrator Postscripts beneath Podcast Crew Stuff. I can put them on Twitter at some point as well. That will be found on our Twitter at Writer's Room 7th with the number 7. Mm -hmm. Back to the X card. It's very self-explanatory and not to reiterate everything that John so eloquently writes in his document. The X card is literally a placard. It could be a note card. It could be a token with an X on it. It can be even your arms crossed and an X. You hold it up in case you are uncomfortable with whatever is being described. If you do not wish to be a part of whatever scene is happening, anything. You throw it up, everyone at the table and the GM especially will stop what they are doing and move on. There are no questions asked. There is no follow-up needed. If you are comfortable talking about it, you are more than welcome to. However, it is not required. Some examples of this is maybe someone is uncomfortable with trigger warning. Animals that are serpentine. Snakes. In the Makaro episode, if I had a player who was uncomfortable with snakes and I began to detail that scene, they could just throw up the X and I would continue on. In the context of the game between myself, Patrick, and Evan, we try to create as safe and as comfortable an environment as possible. And in order to do that, at the very beginning of all of this, I sat down with them and presented them with an RPG consent checklist, which is a tool from the TTRPG Safety Toolkit, which is a resource created by Kiana, I hope I didn't mispronounce that, Kiana Shaw and Lauren Bryant-Monk, it is a compilation of safety tools that have been designed by members of the tabletop role-playing games community for use by players and GMs. And it also appears in Consent in Gaming, which is a supplement by Sean K. Reynolds and Shauna Germain, which is published by Monty Cook Games. You can find that for free at www.montycookgames.com slash consent dash in dash gaming. And 
we went over it and there are some things that I checked off and there are some things that you guys checked off and it's varied based off of colors. So green means absolutely okay, can include. Yellow is perhaps cutaway, maybe fade to black. Discussion might be brought up if need be. And red, of course, is hard stop. Do not mention, do not pass go, do not collect $200. (laughs) (laughs) In any game that I run, I have a little note card that has colored dots and then a name of the character next to that dot and what it is referring to so that in game, I can quickly look at it, check and see if I'm making sure that I'm avoiding those and then continue on. I do want to touch on the fact that you felt like that would quote unquote stop the fun and it's difficult in the moment sometimes because feel like if a couple other players at the table have a good flow going you don't necessarily want to interrupt that if you are feeling uncomfortable at any table that you are playing at no matter what game it is even if it's a call of cthulhu game even if it's something like a horror campaign specifically If you are feeling uncomfortable, by all means, do not ever feel bad about throwing up the X card or, you know, encouraging the scene to move on. Because when one person is uncomfortable at the table, that's not fun for anybody. You're already playing a TTRPG. The whole premise as to why you're there is rooted in communication for every game that I will play. And I'm sure for every game that y'all will play, that will be... One of the first topics of conversation, even before a session zero, even before a character is built, before a setting is established, before traits and classes and equipment, before all of that stuff is even discussed, that is super important. That should be your foundation. That should be your baseline. That should be one of the earliest steps in developing the relationship of your particular game group is just being honest and being open with everybody right from the start. Absolutely. And I think in many ways that it it can inform how you build your setting as well. Sure. And things can always change in the future. God forbid something happens and you over time develop something that you didn't think made you uncomfortable in the beginning of the game. But, you know, later on down the line, you revisit that topic and it makes you uncomfortable. There was a situation that came up in my personal life that and there was a situation happening in game and thankfully felt comfortable enough, blessedly felt comfortable enough in this friend group to go to Zoe and just say, hey, I know that there's this thing that is potentially happening with Wayland's character right now, but because of what is going on in my life, I don't think I can handle that at the table. And I think I need something a little bit more... Lighthearted. A little bit lighter, a little bit, yeah, a little bit lighter. And we can revisit that idea again down the road. And yeah, you were yeah. you were awesome with that, Zoe. You just you're the best. It takes a lot of effort to be mean. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. It takes a lot of effort to not be kind. It, it's shocking, right? It's shocking how much effort people put into not being kind. Yeah, it really it really does. But to to piggyback off of that, there have been back to the RPG consent checklist, if something changes for you a couple of sessions in, several years in, just because you've checkmarked it does not mean it's set in stone. You can always change whatever you need to change, keeping constant communication and just having that consent between players. 
sitting down at a TTRPG is, guess what, a social contract, be it with your friends or with strangers. You are signing into, well, not really signing into, but you are sitting down to a social activity where you are going to be playing with people who are not like-minded like you. They do have different feelings and emotions, and some things may be difficult for them to process that is easy for you to process, and that is absolutely okay. When you plan to sit down with a group of people and play a game, the group of you are already consenting to, you know, participate in this activity together. There's no reason why you can't dive further into into consent. And make it as safe and as comfortable as you can. Because you should have fun. Being safe and comfortable is, it's just integral to that. I really feel that you can't have fun without being safe and comfortable at the same time. In my personal experience. Yeah, no, I, houses, I, I 100%. No. Mm-mm. <laughs> I'm, I'm all Mm-mm. set. Well, no, but even with a haunted house, like the, Patrick, that's, that I am a scared up, little bitch. Yes, but when you walk into it, you are consenting to be scared. You are scared. consenting to be there. You are, and you understand that as much as you are terrified, and the job is to scare you and I raise don't know. your adrenaline. I've been dragged levels. through my fair share of haunted houses before. Well, then that sucks, and I'm sorry. <laughs> that's terrible. <laughs> Just like in everything in life, you should get consent before you yeah. get dragged into doing anything. Yeah, because that, that it brings up an interesting point. So in the situation where you are not dragged through a haunted house by shitty friends, <laughs> uh, <laughs> if you are going into a haunted house, you are working off of a couple of assumptions. You are working off the fact that you have agreed to be there. You are not going to come to physical harm. And that the people who are working that haunted house, if you do come to physical harm, are going to do their best to make sure that you get taken care of. Kells, my wonderful, wonderful partner, has worked at many a haunted house and has told me a couple different stories about some times where people ran away, they slipped on something and they got hurt and it immediately like everybody was like, all right, all lights up shut down everything put the entire thing on pause for a second we're gonna break the illusion because someone got injured we're gonna take them out of gear and then continue it's the same principle for the x card mm-hmm. the opposite of the x card by the way is the o card you write an o on it that's for if you want kisses from your party members <laughs> the x is for kisses to always for huggies it is if you want to see more of that content. If you really like what's happening, you throw up the O and you're like, yes, more of this. More of this. We like this. This is good soup. Good soup. <laughs> oh, it's weird coming from you because you kind of look like Adam Driver. And so that worked way too well. <laughs> you're nothing to me. You're soup. You're soup. <laughs> more. <laughs> more. <laughs> And then the other thing that we do often, and by we, I mean Patrick does this literally almost after every scene, is the okay check-in. Mm-hmm. That is also a thing. It is from the LARP community, which uses hand signals to check in with other players. It's also used in the Renfair community for actors. It is also used in haunted houses. It's literally a generalized hand signal of whether you are okay or not. The hand signals being the okay symbol. If you're okay and everything's hunky-dory and great, then you throw up the okay symbol. It usually is prompted by a are you okay question. Is everybody okay? How we feeling? The thumbs up is also acceptable. The other hand signal is the level hand or palm out. 
And that usually means they don't really know how they feel or it's not quite good, but it's not quite bad. For me, I usually put my hand flat out and I'll either shake it side to side, be like, eh. Like wiggle it. Yeah, do a little wiggle. It doesn't matter what exactly the symbol means. You should always interpret it as thumbs down. Thumbs down means not okay. You should either extract that person from the situation or stop the scene. Not okay does not mean move on and continue playing. Not okay means stop. Immediately assess the situation. However, the situation needs to be assessed. Remove the person from the scenario, the scene, whatever, and just make sure that they're okay. And do not continue playing the game until everyone is okay. Patrick has done this several times. Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily even know where I picked it up. It could have been during my time in the LARP community. It could have been purely from acting. This inherent built-in thing for me It's something that I have found incredibly useful in very many areas of my life, to be completely and totally honest, not even just within performance spaces. It's always good to codify what the best practices are for each of your different players as far as whenever they do throw up a, uh, a level hand or a thumbs down of what that means for them. If a level hand means I'm not okay, but we can keep going, just move on, like the same as an X card, it should be codified for each player individually. And you should at least have some sort of knowledge of what each player's comfortability level is whenever they are throwing up those hand signs. Evan, do you have any thoughts? No, I uh, cannot add to what has already been said. In some instances, whether I've played or whether I've run, characters will get upset and get emotional. And while we are here to entertain, we do want to check in and make sure that the player is okay. And this has happened several times where I've had a character go off the handle or get really into the scene. And I will, as the GM, interrupt them and go, are you okay? And they will tell me, yes, I, my personal name here, am okay. My character name here is not. I just wanted to check in and make sure. And then we continue on. I have had a player break their hand. Whoa. In role-playing, yes. Trigger warning, death. His in-game brother and also out-of-game brother. Like, they played brothers in-game as well. In-game. His brother died suddenly. And so it impacted him a little bit deeper and his anger as the character translated into him throwing a fist into the floor and breaking his ring and pinky knuckle. He did not realize it was broken until hours afterwards. It was super swollen. He couldn't feel the pain because the adrenaline was still running through his system. And that is another thing to keep in mind, too, is that emotions run high, adrenaline may course through, and actions have consequences, like punching a floor. From then on, it was solidified into my brain that after every emotional interaction in which the character gets upset, whether it be out of sadness, out of anger, what have you, when emotions begin to run high and things become a little intense, I will perform aftercare. I will stop the game. We will settle down, grab water, take a break, and just chill. Hugs and cuddles might be needed. 
talking about the game might be needed, talking about what to do after this might be needed, but there's definitely something that needs to happen afterwards and that does not involve continuing to play. Be cognizant of your fellow players. Mm -hmm. That example reminds me something similar to which I experienced a few months back. There was a moment in the podcast. Evan makes an in-game mistake with game rules. In-game, Jesse had forgotten it. The charter, the whole issue with giving up Command of the Rose to Captain Agwe. Afterwards, it, it took me a little while to reflect on it and kind of come to a conclusion, but I felt uncomfortable because it felt like me as Evan was being punished for a decision I didn't make. We kept it in because it was something that had kind of passed on a couple weeks later and story stuff had moved around that scene for very good reasons. It was a very important scene to the current story. Zoe and I worked together, um, as some of you know, and we were eating lunch one day and I felt super down about it because we were going back to re-listen to the episode and to do re-recordings if need be. And then either that weekend or the next weekend, we were going to actually record the session in which Jesse and Charles have their conversation. And I expressed that it felt really uncomfortable for me to step back into that mindset of being punished. To be fair, I hadn't exactly realized that it was something that I was uncomfortable about. She had no idea, obviously, because she's not in my fucking head at all hours of the day. No. I remember that specifically really bothering me for a pretty decent amount of time, and that is on me for not having mentioned it earlier. But we talked about it. There really wasn't much that could be done because the proverbial damage had already been done. Now I think we all know to be a little more careful, and in the event that Pat and I are potentially making a dumb mistake, Zoe knows to say, hey, out of game, are you sure? And then we can confirm. It's just another layer of checking in. It's another layer of communication between all of us, just so that that doesn't happen again. That was really not great <laughs> for a while. After you told me, I apologized. Mm -hmm. And I made every effort to try and fix the situation, to try and make it better. I even offered to redact all of that session and go at it anew. But we had discussed it at length. And as Evan already stated, the, the damage was kind of already done. And so there wasn't really any reconciliation to be had. It was more so, let's prevent this from happening again. How do we do this? How do we move forward? And everything's a work in progress. Thankfully, it did make for an interesting substory within the main arc. Oh, yeah. None of that was planned, obviously. None of this is really incredibly planned. <laughs> it is improv. <laughs> oh, God, you think this is planned? <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. How low do you think of us? <laughs> we make our stories very vaguely, but nothing to that point had involved Jesse potentially breaking the charter through amnesia and a concussion. Yeah. Right. That was not discussed. That was just something that we ended up deciding as the reason afterwards, as opposed to just saying, yeah, Evan messed up. Better storytelling. Maybe consent is the wrong word for it, but another aspect of being cognizant of your fellow players and checking in and making sure that it's not just these big things and the huge trigger warnings that are going to send you over the top that you can throw up the X card for. Those are not the only reasons 
to be able to use the X card and pause a game. If there are misunderstandings, if you feel like you are not being heard or understood with where you are coming from at the table, it is absolutely 100% okay to put the brakes on and step out of character, step out of the story and have a discussion, make sure that everybody is on the same page before continuing forward so mistakes like that don't happen. Hell, the whole reason that this podcast started is because Evan and I wanted to learn how to play 7C and Zoe is teaching us 7C as we go along. We are learning as you do. So any of the new things that we come across that we are coming across potentially for the first time. Yes. Yep. While... You lovely listeners are listening, and there are hundreds of you, potentially thousands of you, maybe even by the time you are listening, there are hundreds of thousands of you. I am running this game for Patrick and Evan, and we are learning to play together. I am also learning to run. I have been running for a while. However, I am still learning new things every day. If you're not learning new things every day, are you really living? Pat and I have been playing at this point for close to a year, so we are significantly better than when we started, but we're learning every game. Oh yeah, we're more well-versed. Yes. As I stated before, this is a social contract. It's also improvisation on everybody's parts, not just mine. So there will be instances in which things come up that we don't know about until we know about them. And as listeners, I am going to try my damnedest to make sure that you are alerted to anything that might potentially be uncomfortable or unsettling. There are going to be warnings about sound and noise and potential mature topics. I did state at the very beginning that this podcast is rated M for mature. We deal with heavy themes. We are very roleplay heavy. And so unfortunately, things are going to crop up. And while I cannot please everybody, it is impossible to please everyone. I will try very hard to make it so that your listening is safe and comfortable as well. Because when I say be safe and well, I fucking mean it. Yeah, you just can't have our pillows those are ours. You gotta find your own. There was an incident, so... Yeah. We had to put tracking devices in the pillows. Don't yeah. look for them. You'll never find them. Ever find them. They'll find you first. We actually had to replace the curtains again. <sighs> that was supposed to stay in the story, and now it's bled into real life. What have you done to us? Greg was very upset. Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. Greg's throwing up the X card. Look at that. Yep. It's okay, we won't talk about it. On that note, I think we've covered everything. I believe we have. Yeah, I can't think of anything else. If you guys have any questions as far as consent goes, any specific examples that you might have that you would like to share, feel free to post them in the Discord. What channel? I am not entirely sure at the moment. Perhaps Zoe or Evan could save me on this as I run to the end of the sentence. <laughs> I am uh, heading to the Hands of the Rose Discord so that I can potentially save you from the end of your sentence. And I, too, am looking at the channels to try and find something, somewhere to put this. I'm not going to save either of you because <laughs> oh, damn this it. is a reminder to pre-plan what you're going to say. No, this is a reminder to don't forget to love each other. It's very easy to do. Check in with your friends. Check in at your table. The most important thing as well that I don't think we actually touched on is check in with yourself. You are equally as important as the people around your table. Yes. Be kind to yourself. Yes. 
it is important to be kind to others, absolutely. But you are going to have a harder time being kind to others if you are not kind to yourself first. Yeah, when that mask falls from the ceiling, you got to strap it on yourself first before assisting any of the other passengers around you. That is very true. Really did not know where you were going at the beginning of that, but I do now. I get it now. I really thought there was like some cursed mask that fell from the ceiling. Seatbelt light has been turned on. Please keep your hands and feet inside Space Mountain at all times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> General podcast discussion is where we oh, put hey. that. Oh, hey, yeah, you guys were looking for something. We were. Beautiful. General podcast discussion. The hell's going in there? If you have any good examples of where moments of consent were respected at your table. We would love to hear them. Oh, yeah. And obviously, as we have mentioned before, please be cognizant of the other people who might be in the Discord server. And if there are any things that you think might trigger other people's sensitivities, please either put a trigger warning in front of the post so people know to skip over certain parts or perhaps leave those out in just conscious appreciation of your fellow crewmates. To be sure to follow the pirate code as well. That is equally as important when posting. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Also, the spoiler command is always available to hide certain things you do not wish to show. Well, friends, I think that might be everything that we have tonight for you. I do believe so. That is it. Greg, how are we on tea? You know, that's like my job, right? That's like what you hired me for. Yes, I understand that. I was asking. Do we have any rooibos? Rooibos? What the hell is rooibos? Do you not know what roi? Hey, hey, hey. I... uh, Hey. Uh... Are you pulling my little legs? If you are, I'm going to beat your ass. My hands are on the armrest, Greg. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Good. Yeah, okay. Okay. The tea, the, hey, Zoe, the yes. tea is good. Okay. The honey is good. Great. The sugar is good. Great. But fuck the milk. Yep, there's no milk in here, right? Yeah, no milk. Good, good. Dairy-free establishment. Hashtag dairy-free establishment. I, I mean, Greg knows this. I eat my cereal in the morning with organic whole milk. He's, I don't think. Yeah, don't bring that shit in here. Yeah, no, that might have been something you wanted to keep to yourself. Uh, Yeah, yeah. no, okay. Anyway, (laughs) uh, friends, we're going to take a quick break. Yeah, I got to go meet a Mm -hmm. cereal bowl about it. Yep. (laughs) Not sure where that was going, but yes, okay. Um... (laughs) Evan, you didn't save us, I ain't saving you. Evan's got a date with grain soup, and, um... They're mini wheats, thank you. <laughs> the frosted variety. Patrick and I, we're gonna, you know what, let's, uh... Not sponsored by Frosted Mini Weeks. No, not sponsored by Frosted Mini Weeks. I would love to thank all of our listeners right now for sticking with us. Yeah, you look great. You're just amazing. Like I said, you're glowing. We turned down the lights in here. We put out the blinds. Mm -hmm. Don't stop being great. Yep. We love you a lot. I know that we talked about answering questions. We will do that soon. I promise. Until then, please continue to flood Notes with the Narrator queries with your questions. 
big, small, silly, funny, serious, doesn't matter. Anything podcast related, anything us related. Complete non sequitorial. As long as they have nothing to do with milk, I'll answer questions too. Thank you, Greg. Yep. Even Greg will answer questions. Also, you can tag us in the Twitter with hashtag notes with narrator queries. Our, uh, I am terrible at this. <laughs> Is it hashtag NWTN queries? Newton. Newton. Newton, as Evan likes to call it. Oh, that's such a better way to put that. Yep. Newton, Newton queries. queries. <laughs> Not like Sir Isaac. No. Uh-uh. Like a very heavy lizard. Like the ones with figs in them. Yes. Okay. Fig, fig Newtons? I, mm. <laughs> Patrick, get out. I'm leaving. All right. I'm going. I'm going. Yeah, you go see a cereal. I'm going to hang with you. Proud of that one. Bye. Proud of it. <laughs> As I stated earlier, all of the links to the safety net and tools that we have talked about are going to be in Hands of the Rose Discord underneath podcast crew stuff underneath newton postscripts nwtn and we'll see you in the next article friend bye be safe and well